Good evening, everybody. It is the 26th of August, Friday, 5 p.m. as I speak, and our market has had rather a good day. This is the end-of-day podcast from Marcus today, only a tiny part of what we offer, of course. And if you are listening to this and thinking that this is some sort of advice aimed at yourself, think again. This is general advice at best and certainly does not take into account your personal financial circumstances. Go and see a financial planner if you want that sort of stuff. Our market today had a good day, rallied most of the day. At one point we were up 82 and we've closed up 56. We've recovered 7,000 this week. 7,104 we have closed at. I think that is down. Yes, down 0.15% for the week. We had a weird old week, two terrible days, which rather spooked myself and Henry, and we stupidly went and sold some lithium stocks and a couple of resources stocks, and then we spent three days bouncing back. Of course we did, after we've just sold something. In the ideas portfolio, which you will find as a subscriber in the ideas section, we sold PLS, Pilbara Minerals, and Mineral Resources this week, only to have the stocks. We'd, we'd made uh, 12% on both stocks in, how many days was that? Just a few days. And since then, the share prices are up 10.9% and 6.1%. Can't win them all. The one I am particularly kicking myself over, though, is 29 metals. 29M is the code. I went and sold that for a 10.5% gain in a few days. And since then, it is up 14.8% as the copper price continues to go up. It is highly correlated to the copper price. And I bought it as a play on copper after the BHP bid for Oz Minerals. I think 29 Metals is another bid candidate. If this sweeping feeling that everyone needs to be in future commodities, i.e. copper, catches on, we may well see M&A activity in 29M as well. Just a guess, but it is running hard. Sold it too early, should have held on, but didn't. Anyway, today we saw a strong performance from the resources sector up 1.2%, energy sector up 1.3% today, Fortescue Metals up 3.8% ahead of results on Monday. Monday is our last big day of results. Today was a huge day of results, but Monday is our last big day of results. And then there are a few tail enders on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then it's end of the results season. Stockbroker analysts breathe a sigh of relief. Maybe they can go home to their families at some point next month. Healthcare sector up 1.1% today. Telecoms utilities flat. Staples up 1%. Woolworths had a set of results recently and dragged all the staples down, doing a little bit better today. Woolworths up 1.6%. Another feature today is the travel sector. Qantas has come alive after results yesterday. It jumped 7%, up another 6.6% today. We wrote it up in the trading ideas section this morning. All the brokers seem to like it. Brokers were upgrading today. And the share price seems to be on its way from the bottom to the top end of its trading range, which is a sort of 20% trading range. Also, Flight Center, one of the most shorted stocks in the market, also up 3.1% today. In other news, lithium stocks continue, as I say, having just sold a couple of them, continue to show some form. Pilbara Minerals PLS up 4.1%, Alchem AKE up 1.2%, Mineral Resources up 1.8%. 
Interestingly, uranium stocks, which were looking like a fabulous trade yesterday after the Japanese Prime Minister talked about a push for next-generation power plants, described by one as the opposite of the Fukushima moment. All the uranium stocks popped yesterday, but it hasn't lasted. Paladin, PDN, down 3.7%. ERA, down 1.9%. BOE, down 5.7%. Bannerman, BMN, minus 4.3%. Bank's doing okay today. CBA up half a percent. Westpac up 0.4%. NAB up 1%. ANZ up 0.4%. And Macquarie, which we also sold recently, falls up 1.3% today. Gold stock's going nowhere today. Can't win a trick. Sector down 2.8% as Newcrest, the biggest stock, went ex-dividend 3 and fell 3.5%. We're into the last few days of results, as I say, but a plethora of reports today. See the announcements table in the end-of-day email, but some of the features include Wes Farmers up 0.7%. Not very exciting, but the biggest company to report today. Uh, Ramsey Healthcare also announced today that the equity bidder KKR barbarians at the gate had pulled their $88 bid made in April. Share price didn't seem to mind too much, down 3.3%. The bid was at $88. Share price is $70.50. The market obviously had suspicions, if not a fair certainty, that that bid wasn't going to go ahead. Speaking of bids, Oz Minerals was down 0.8% today. On results, which didn't dazzle, but results were never going to affect the stock. I wrote about Oz Minerals in the strategy piece today. You might have noticed Rio just upped their bid for a Canadian copper company by 17%. If they did that, then the if BHP did that, the Oz Minerals bid would be closer to $30 rather than the current $25. Waiting for developments on Oz Minerals, we hold it in the ideas portfolio at the moment. Otherwise, Linus plus 1.2% on record results. Beager up 11.8% on results. Cheese doing well, obviously, Gromit. Smart Group down 11.4% on results. Jumbo Interactive up 3.1% on results. That included the $25 million buyback. And West Gold Resources down 17.6%. Another gold company can't win a trick. On conservative production guidance and no dividend. Polynovo, which some of our members absolutely love and was having a bit of a recovery took a beating today, down 18.8% on results. They tell us that COVID has had a severe impact on elective surgery, just as you thought it was safe to go back into Polynovo, which had bounced from 85 cents to, that was in May this year, hit a high this month on the 11th of August of 225, so more than doubled in about three months Everybody getting a bloody nose today, though. DMP Domino's rose 7% on results on Wednesday, fell 9% the next day, yesterday, on Thursday, was up 1.3% today, written up in our ideas section today. Split it, SPT, in a trading halt today, pending a capital raising. Whitehaven Coal up 2.3% today, despite broker downgrades. And Appen APX down 5.6% today. And that is down from $5.80 to $3.89 this month alone. Brokers still downgrading. Other quick things, CBA predicting house prices are going to drop 15% from top to bottom. I still have a small residual mortgage, I believe, on an investment property. And we had a member 
and they've sent me a notice saying my interest rate is going up. We also had a member send in their notice of interest rate. They have gone from paying four point, sorry, three under three percent to four point six percent in the last year. So their mortgage payments up fifty percent. And if the bond market is right, you're going to see that go up to six percent. In other words, it will double by Easter next year. So effectively, mortgage rates have doubled in a year and six months. Nasty stuff. Thank goodness I don't have a million dollar mortgage. As I write, or no, I'm not writing, I'm speaking. As I speak, the Dow futures are down 34 ahead of Jackson Hole tonight, which as I say, I think will be a non-event. Everything on hold ahead of that. Everything's been on hold this week, really, ahead of that. Everybody got a little bit spooked that there would be an aggressive pivot. I don't think there will be one, but we will find out at midnight tonight. I will be back with the Marcus Weekend email tomorrow morning to tell you everything that's happened overnight. Otherwise, next week, biggest number on the economic front is the US jobs number next Friday. All this speculation about whether the US are going to raise rates 75 basis points or 50 basis points at the FOMC on meeting on September the 21st. It's all a bit academic, the Jackson Hole stuff. We do have the jobs number next Friday and we've got a CPI number ahead of that. I'm sure that will be more important than the witterings of a central banker whose middle name is Sensible. BHP goes ex-dividend on Thursday next week, and I've put a chart of CBA, Telstra, and BHP in the strategy section this week, showing that the share price tends to, on big income stocks like this, tends to start a short-term downtrend after it goes ex-dividend, and everybody starts looking around for something more exciting to do uh, than buy income stocks. It is an 8% yield on that dividend from BHP, so might just start a little bit of a downtrend. We will see. That'll probably do from me today. I'll be back on the weekend email tomorrow morning. You have yourselves a fabulous night. Fingers crossed for Jerome at the Hole. I will speak to you next week. Mm -hmm.